Hi, I'm Tom Power. Welcome to Toy Heart, a podcast about bluegrass. This is the last episode of season two here from Nashville is my conversation with Allison Krauss. I remember, you know, the first time I looked out in the audience and saw people singing words to our songs that only we had recorded. That was just a really crazy moment. Just never thought it would end up being there. Never thought we'd hear back from Rounder. Yeah. Never thought we would hear from Rounder in the first place. If this is your first time listening, you can hear full interviews with Jerry Douglas, Allison Brown, Bela Fleck, Larry Sparks, Jody Stecker, and so many more wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Later on. Hey, this is Travis Book. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Travis Book. This episode is brought to you by Americana Vibes and Thompson Guitars, makers of fine instruments, handmade with love, in Sisters, Oregon. When I started work on the happy hour in the spring of 2021, Lindsay Liu was immediately at the top of my list. I was a huge fan of her music and had played with her a time or two. I knew she was multi-talented and that she could lead a band and play bass, and that she wasn't afraid to talk about the nature of reality, so she was perfect for the musical variety show I was conceptualizing. This was only episode three of the show. We were all still figuring it out, but I'm really grateful for the chance to play music and talk with this beautiful individual. I hope you enjoy what transpired. This podcast is an edited distillation of the full-length happy hour, which aired live on August 5th of 2020. I edit pretty heavily for the podcast, but full episodes of this and every happy hour can be viewed anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com. Gray Eagle in Asheville, the jewel of Western North Carolina, it's the Travis Book Happy Hour. Tonight, special guest, Lindsay Liu. Plus, the Happy Hour house band with Josh Rilko. And now, your host, Travis Book. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in tonight, and thank you all for being here in the live studio audience. My name is Travis Book. This is the Travis Book Happy Hour, and um, and we do have a uh, we have a what I, what I think is going to be a fantastic show uh, with with special guest Lindsay Liu tonight. Digging so long at 
happens all the time Where do I go? Where is my mind? When will the planets align? Have we come under? Are we falling? Are we falling? When will this flooding subside? Rain keeps pouring down, no end in sight. How do we know if we'll make it out alive? And will this flooding subside? Lost our minds when will the planets alive? Have we come under? Are we falling? Are we falling? All the spaces in between. What are we saying? What we think we Just planets circling the sun. Or just planets circling the sun. I made notes. You know, I got to have notes. The brain doesn't work like it used to. Um, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about this song, and, and you know, about, about how that, that sort of constant wishing or anticipation of a time when things will be different, times will be better. And, I mean, that's an easy trap to be caught in right now because we're living in, in Weirdsville, USA, you know? Um, I mean, it is, it is like, it is just like truly, like daily, daily, the, 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 you know, you know anything is possible, but then like you wake up and you read the news headlines and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> wow, you know, and, and, and it's, e it's easy to get upset by it and to feel sort of turned off by it, but I think if you can sort of remain in the mystery of being sort of 
fascinated by the whole thing. That puts you in a good spot. You know, it's like, it's like um, when you're, you're future tripping, like what we're going to talk about some today with Lindsay Liu. Sorry, I, I got to tune my guitar. I probably should just play everything in the same tuning. You know, we're gonna, what we're going to talk with her about is, is, is time and the concept of, of time and what that means to her and, and, and all the richness that is around that. But and she mentioned this last night, and, and I, get it from, I get it from checking out Ram Das, but he, he, he likes to say, you know, what, where, where are you? And the answer is always here. And what time is it? And the answer is always now. The infinite now. And there is anything that, anything that you're thinking about the future is merely a projection of your own mind and your own concerns and your own worries. And it is a, it's, it's I mean, I don't know about you, but like it's ugly out there in, in the anticipation of the future, you know, especially in, the, in an age of uncertainty. Um, it, it takes a lot of power to be thinking in, in positive terms and trying to manifest positivity. Um, and so a lot of times, the, the, it seems like the sort of the safest thing to do is just to come into, come into the now and be here. I had no idea that was gonna be applause worthy. Thank you. So when, I, when um, uh, it was last, last fall, I came across this tune and it, I thought it was so beautiful and I couldn't get it out of my head. And then, um, and now that we are, um, you know, like I said, living in, living in Weirdsville, it's really, it's really become sort of even more relevant. This is a song by Jonah Tolchin and it's called uh, Beauty in the Ugliest Days. in your heart to ride with the way it's up to you to see the beauty in the ugliest of days have patience my brother the moment my sister we're all on trial to see the beauty in the ugliest of days When I call, I know you'll be there. When I fall, I don't have to be scared, cause you call me now. You called me back then. You taught me to see the beauty in the ugliest of days. Troubled mind to see the beauty in the ugliest of days. When I fall, I know you'll be there. When I 
call I don't have to be scared Cause you call me now You call me back then You taught me to see The beauty in The ugliest of days You call me there To be the beauty in Ugliest today. It's all up to you to see the beauty in the ugliest today. So I was thinking about that. I was thinking about this song. I was thinking about how, you know, it really is, you know, the impetus is on you to sort of create the world. I like to say, like, write the world the way that you want it to read. And I think, you know, the, que the question then is sort of what do you do? And I think part of that is, like, if you can sort of cultivate faith in the unfolding, whatever that takes, you know, from a spiritual perspective, that may mean, like, a belief in God and God's plan, or it may be a belief in, like, the Tao or the unfolding or the, or the spiritual law. It may also just be a general faith that like you don't know and you have no control over what's gonna happen so just try to ride it out, you know? But I think that that is sort of the orientation that helps, that will help sort of take us through this thing. And I think, you know, a, a, lot, a, a lot of it is also sort of your perspective and, 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 and so many things sort of go unnoticed until they come to your attention, you know? And a great way of putting it is like, you know, it's like it's up to you to see your experience as grace, whether it's super rugged and super rough and gnarly, even in the midst of it, seeing it as grace and seeing it as that thing that is pushing you toward whatever it is you, that you need to grow. And, you know, you, 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 you have the choice to sort of see what, like, like a great saying is like, you know, wherever you look, you see what you're looking for. And, and as Ram Dass put it, if you're looking for God, you see God. And I think that's such a beautiful way of, of, of seeing sort of through the veil of separateness when it comes to perceiving other people and other people's actions and people you don't, dis people you don't agree with. If you're looking for the bad in people, it's there, right? Um, if, you're looking for, if you're looking for the good, if you're looking for the divine, you will see that it is absolutely everywhere, you know? And then another way of looking at it is this great saying that's like, if you, if you meet an asshole in the morning, you met an asshole. But if you meet an asshole, if you meet assholes all day, you're probably the asshole. <laughs> um, which I think is funny. So we are, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and, and uh, introduce my guest and have her up here to talk a little bit. Um, yeah, so I've been a huge fan of Lindsay Lou and her music since I first heard it. And the more I listen to her music, the more of her music lands on my playlist that I call Matters of Being, which are songs that deal with these sort of deeper questions about how to be and how to live, whether it's questions about God or existence, all these things. And I don't know if she intends for those songs to land on that playlist, but they're there and I wear them out and I'm such a huge fan. I'm so grateful she's here. So please make her welcome, Ms. Lindsay Lou. Lindsay, how you doing? Oh, 
I'm tired. I bet you are. You stayed up all night playing songs around a campfire. Yeah. Felt good though, stop. didn't it? It did. It felt really good. I couldn't stop. Yeah. Well, you had a gig yesterday. Yes. Which was the first one you've had in a long time. The first, which was also the last, I think. think isn't, it, isn't that a beautiful symmetry? Would you explain what you mean by that? Well, the last, I believe that the last gig that we played before the quarantine struck um, was at 185 King Street in Brevard, and then it just happened to be the first gig um, getting back into some, you know, socially quarantined, responsible distance uh, gigs. So that was really cool to, you know, sort of like time uh, to come back where I left off. Cyclical. Cyclical, thank you. It all comes around. Mm -hmm. So what have, you been, what have you been up to? What have you been doing during all, during all of this? Well, um, I spent the first like month and a half uh, drinking and smoking a lot. <laughs> and sitting on my front porch. I hear that, girl. And playing songs, you know, kind of like last night, just kind of trying to learn and, you know, just manage anxiety, more or less managing anxiety um, but you know then I, I did a 30 day cleanse where I just ate fruits and vegetables for 30 days and I felt excellent of course. Um, yep of course yeah, yeah obviously yep but yeah. then cookies so <laughs> here we are again <laughs> right it, 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 it's it, yeah <laughs> these things can't go on forever <laughs> Right, it's like it's yeah. like sobriety is a great idea and it's good for everyone, really? but it's not for everyone, right? And and you know, and for a little bit of time, it's okay, but yeah. you know, you got to do your own thing. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you got to eat a cookie. Sometimes you got to, or for three, you know, or, yeah, or a dozen. A dozen, yeah, whatever's you know. So, yeah, and I have kind of gotten into having some physical routines. Gotten into bike riding. I noticed I have a nice. You have a chain ring tattoo. Uh, uh, chain ring tattoo. Talking about uh, cycling being cyclical. Um, True. We went on a nice bike ride today in the rain, which was so lovely, and swam in the in that little creek there. And um, I've been doing nighttime rides in Nashville, and just riding riding bikes around town to stay active and you know employ the best mode of travel that exists. Oh, I mean, without a doubt. Yeah. So efficient. So One efficient, bowl of oatmeal, you can good. pedal for like 60 miles. Yeah, really. It's insane. Yeah it's, yeah, it's very ecologically sound. Don't get me started on how amazing bicycles are. <laughs> I mean, really. I would trade it all for my bike. Um, so you suggested time as sort of a starting point. as sort of like, you know, I, I like to have some sort of trajectory, some kind of idea about what we're going to talk about. Why did you, why did you suggest that? Well, it really frames the space that we're in right now, right? I love, I've heard it referred to as the great pause, which is the most wonderful nomenclature, I think, that we could come up with. You know, you see people all of a sudden, um, you know, you're, I have a friend whose mother had surgery, and had we been touring, you know, my bandmate, so had we been touring, it would have been, we would have had all this turmoil about, well, he needs to be there for his mom, but he also needs to pay his bills and, and keep doing this thing that we're doing. So it's just, it's really something to be able to be present where it matters in these times, to be able to have that time and that space to shift focus where it really matters. Um, but, you know, 
I just, it's very, it's so disheartening that it's not always like that because like you say, we are living in the eternal moment. It's never not been now. And never will be. And never will be, you know? It's, I can never remember a time that it wasn't now. <laughs> so, so here we are and, and we're, we live in this culture where you need to keep progress, progress, progress. You need to keep progressing, you need to keep learning, you need to keep, you know, earning, earning and expanding doing. and doing yeah. and making yourself better. And, um, you know, it's like a, it's a high value, highly valued in our something, somehow it's worked into our moral landscape to, to be doing this. And it just doesn't make sense. I don't think that we're built to be interacting with time, which is now, in such a way. I think it's very unhealthy. And it's, you know, I've, I got into reading The Age of Anxiety by Alan Watts. And yeah, and he, and he talks a lot about, you know, about this, the eternal moment. And also, um, which is a tangent, but this disconnect between the language that we use, which is symbolic, and the things that language represents, you know, and just recognizing that disconnect and acknowledging it. So, um, you know, I got off track there a little bit, but, um, but yeah, so time, right? It's like, it's all that we really can ever have and it doesn't exist, right? So, so deal with that. So deal with that. So there's some shifting stand, sands to stand upon, yeah. right? Yeah. And this is really like, you know, when I write, and as, as an artist, this is, this is like my main playing field are these, these conundrums, these paradoxes or, or, you know, frustrations of not really having the adequate language to explain the experience that we're experiencing, right? Like, we're, we are constantly experiencing an evolution of language, which is very interesting, but we're never quite there because it's just not <laughs> right you know? right it's just words and these and and so much of the human experience and specifically when it comes to sort of trying to create order around our our purpose and our trajectory and what what is what is real and all these things basically matters of spirit mm -hmm. you can't even begin words are ju words are they, they just pale in comparison yeah to it's the really experience just... of sort of that unity and that oneness yeah and, and just recognizing that, you know, then, then language becomes an art and an expression. But, but to be able to step back and recognize that that's what it is, that it's not, the language does not equal reality. It's a, it's a finger pointing at the moon. It is not the moon. Exactly. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And I, you know, it's funny. I was, like, was going to ask you, like, what do you most like to write about? And you, you, went, right, you went right there. And I, like, I'm right there with you. I kind of feel like I, that's, like, kind of all I want to that's all I really want to talk about and all I want to be singing about and digging into is like... Yeah, like what's, what's, what, am, what am I hung up on right now? Why am I hung right. up on it? Let me put it into some words and, and make a pretty picture with it, you know? And just sit there and look, make something that I want to sit and look at for a second, right? Because that's all we're doing. It's a pastime. It's a, it's a um, yes, it, it contributes to our spiritual growth, but we're, we're born with everything, so we're, what are we growing towards? All right, I think I'm, I think, I think I'm done asking you questions. Really? You want, I think so. <laughs> um, well, 
I like to have, you know, I'm, I'm like a, I am a praying atheist, and I love church. <laughs> I love the, the, the concept of church, the concept of returning back to something that, um, that grounds us in a reality we believe in, right? So I have these certain things like this book, Exhibit A. Um, you know, I've traveled, carried this around with me for a while. I can't remember why I got this. Maybe a friend told me about Rilke, Rainer Maria Rilke, um, very interesting uh, German fellow from the 1850s roundabout. He's, you know, late, last half of the 1800s. He was writing these poems, and I just want to read you today's. So I go through different phases of, of reading it every day. Um, for the last several years. And uh, today is my friend Rachel Davis's birthday. This is her birthday poem. And it says, May what I do flow from me like a river, no forcing and no holding back, the way it is with children. Then in these swelling and ebbing currents, these deepening tides moving out, returning, I will sing you as no one ever has streaming through widening channels into the open sea. So you know my town, Nashville, we got hit by a tornado at the beginning of all of this. We were hit by a tornado and two or three days later, uh, the industry that runs 40% of the entire city was shut down. So, I had this little seed of a song. And um, that was just the perfect atmosphere, I guess, uh, for this song to be finished. And it's called Silent, I think, or maybe Reconstruction. I'm sure you'll have opinions, and I'm, I welcome them. All this destruction in the birds go on singing above the din of the machine taking us back to what we need just to stand so empty where the light hits the world in its bird song glow how do we
Let them melt 
inside you Everyone gets down sometimes Trust the voice you know is
This has been the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for listening. Huge thanks to Lindsay Liu, Thomas Webb, Ariel Rosenberg, Hillary Clinton, Andy Eubanks, Thompson Guitar, Americana Vibes, and all of the supporters who contribute via PayPal and Venmo. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Travis Book Happy Hour, and full-length episodes can be viewed anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com. <laughs>